Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Howdy, friends. We're talking with Lori Smith of 303 Creative and Jake Warner of Alliance Defending Freedom. And if you, so if you missed any parts of this, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com to download the podcast there. It, it, a tremendous amount of wealth of, of information that you can dive into with regards to this case. This is an important case that's going to shape the direction of this country. And if you're kind of like me, you like a good argument. I love a good argument. I, half the time I'm arguing in my own head especially after a fight. And then I walk away and I go, that would have been a really good point. So, you know, I'm, I, that's the way my mind works. And one of the ways that you can kind of fulfill that level of arguments is listen to oral arguments of the U.S. Supreme Court, okay? Now, Kristen Wagner, CEO of Alliance Defending Freedom. This is like heavyweight boxers in a match, right? They're the best of the best that our entire country has to provide. And they go to the U.S. Supreme Court, and she's facing off with the Solicitor General of Colorado. And it's them, and then you have these Supreme Court justices, nine of them, that are just peppering them with questions. And they go off on these like weird little rabbit trails sometimes into weird little areas of legal law. But you can get a sense of where the justices are and what they're thinking about. And it was an amazing Two hours and 20 minutes to listen to because they're going back and forth and Kristen's going with the Supreme Court justices and then the Solicitor General gets up there and, oh, there's some good points and everyone's, okay, okay, and they're going back and forth. And then at the very end, like a like a train, just a steam train coming right through was Kristen Wagner with her closing arguments that was just awesome. It was like the best, like a, watching a pro in their prime, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning out there just doing their thing. It was awesome. And that was Kristen Wagner's closing argument. It was so cool to see. So, uh, Jake, uh, how did the arguments go? Because you had, you had some Supreme Court justices asking some tough questions. Can you give people a little sense of what that was like there? Yeah, well, the argument was uh, over two and a half hours. You know, historically, Supreme Court arguments were one hour, 30 minutes per side. But more recently, the justices are giving the advocates more time to talk and the more time to answer questions. So this argument was over two and a half hours. And like you said, Kristen did a phenomenal job. Those last five minutes of her argument were some of the best advocacy uh, points I've, I've heard her make uh, in her career here at Alliance Defending Freedom. But uh, highlights from the argument, let me, let me, let me just point up just a few. Um, uh, you know, throughout this whole journey, in Jack's case and in Lori's case, we've, we've always been making the point that Lori and Jack, they serve everyone. doesn't matter your background. They serve everyone. They just can't express every message. And so during Kristen's argument, Justice Gorsuch uh, asked her a question, and, and, and he said, so... Uh, for Lori, uh, it's all about the what, never the who. Is that right? And Kristen said, yes, that's exactly right. And that's the point we've been trying to make for years, is that the First Amendment protects artists like Jack and Lori. They serve everyone, people from all backgrounds. They just can't promote every message through their expression. So that was a key moment uh, in the argument back in December. Another one was when Justice Barrett was asking uh, the Colorado Solicitor General about um, how broad their, their rule would be. For example, could, they, uh, uh, apply, could Colorado apply state law to force uh, an LGBT campus group to um, create a custom website criticizing 
same-sex marriage for the Catholic Church or a Catholic student group. And um, the Colorado Solicitor General suggested that the law wouldn't work that way. And so Justice Barrett rightly realized, like, well, that seems like you're applying a double standard there. Um, You know, you're applying one rule to people like Lori and Jack, and you're applying a different rule to other artists, uh, those who you agree with. Uh, And a third moment I'd like to highlight is uh, uh, when the Colorado Solicitor General was was up there, and uh, Justice Kavanaugh started asking him questions just about how far his legal theory would go. And Justice Kavanaugh asked, well, would the state feel comfortable compelling a publisher to promote or, or, or publish a book? And and the Colorado Solicitor General said yes, and then Justice Kavanaugh responded, are you sure about that? And, and I think that just really highlighted how far the other side's theory goes here. Uh, they could, they're really advocating for a rule that would punish all speakers all across the country. And, and we all know that cultural winds can, can shift. Uh, different parties can come into power, and we need a rule that protects not just one point of view, but a rule that protects all speakers, all artists. No American should be forced to say anything that goes against what they believe. And I'm optimistic walking out of the courtroom this past December that we're going to get a good decision in a few months affirming the right of all Americans to say what they believe without fear of government punishment. One area that really stood out to me, because I think it gets into the cultural context with respect to how our government looks at people of faith, was Justice Alito. In light of what Justice Kennedy wrote in a Burgerfeld about honorable people who object to same-sex marriage, do you think it's fair to equate opposition to same-sex same sex marriage with opposition to interracial marriage? So are they the same? Is, is opposing gay marriage the same as interpo- opposing interracial marriage according to the law and the solicitor general of colorado said yes so um uh that, that's hard it's heartbreaking because that's not the same at all um from the perspective of people of faith and it's not even about a gay marriage issue right it's just it's about the freedom of speech and i, I think you guys have done a really good job of making sure that it's about that issue and not necessarily about the cultural battles that are taking place, but um, it's insight into what some of the challenges that Christians have in the state of Colorado when your state government looks at you through those types of lenses. So uh, why this case, and how does it affect Jack Phillips, and where's Jack on this trajectory right now in light of Lori's case? Sure. Well, let's go back to 2018. Uh, That's the year that Jack won his Supreme Court case. And in that case, the U.S. Supreme Court said that Colorado officials had uh, violated Jack's right to freely exercise his faith. The state had discriminated against him because of his faith. You see, along the way in his first case, state officials had compared Jack to slaveholders and Nazis, just awful stuff. But there was another thing that the court highlighted was that the state had treated Jack worse than other cake artists in in the state. You see, during his first case, a religious man went to three other cake artists in Denver requesting a custom cake with Bible verses on it. And uh, those cake artists declined to create those cakes, citing their objection to the message. Well, the religious man filed a, a charge with the Colorado Civil Rights Commission, but the commission refused to prosecute those artists, saying they had the right to decline those 
uh, cakes because they uh, would express messages that go against the cake artist's beliefs. Well, they denied that same freedom to Jack and prosecuted him all the way up to the Supreme Court. And, and the court said uh, that was wrong. That was discrimination against Jack and his faith. And for that reason, the court didn't reach the free speech issue that uh, Lori's case presents. So the Supreme Court is going to answer, in Lori's case, the free speech issue that was left unresolved in Jack's case. Can the government force an artist to say things that go against their deepest beliefs? And we're, we're hoping for a really good answer uh, later this year. But like I suggested before, Jack is, is still in litigation. Um, On the same day the U.S. Supreme Court decided to hear his first case, a local Denver attorney called Jack requesting a custom cake blue on the outside, pink on the inside, that would celebrate and symbolize a gender transition. Uh, This wasn't the first time the attorney had contacted Jack. Back in 2012, the attorney emailed him, uh, calling him a bigot and a hypocrite, and then followed Jack's case for years and then called on the same day the Supreme Court decided to hear his first case, but then a few months later, the attorney called back requesting a custom cake depicting Satan smoking marijuana. And uh, that triggered a, a new series of lawsuits. We're now in a third lawsuit, uh, the second one over Jack's decision uh, not to create a custom blue and pink cake to celebrate a gender transition. Um, unfortunately, a couple of years ago, we lost that trial. Uh, the trial court punished Jack for uh, not promoting this message. And we appealed up to the Colorado Court of Appeals, and just a few weeks ago, the Court of Appeals affirmed the trial court's judgment, saying, yes, the state can force Jack to create custom cakes expressing messages that go against his deepest beliefs. And now, once again, we're asking the Colorado Supreme Court to weigh in for Jack, to uphold free speech for Jack and for all Coloradans. So we we certainly need the prayers of your listeners and, and the support of them as we move as we move forward. Fred, it's very clear that we're facing challenges, especially Christian conservatives in the state, and we got to support one another. So I, I want to thank you, Jake. I want to thank you, Lori, so much for being on the show today. And I want to encourage people. So go to Masterpiece Cake Shop, buy some cakes and have your birthday cakes made there and your cookies made there, all that stuff. Go support Jack. Go to 303creative.com if you need a website. Go there. Lori will help you out. Let's support our brothers and sisters that are fighting on the front lines for for everyone's rights. And my wife and I are proud donors and supporters to ADF. Uh, They are top-notch, the elite of the – like the top gun. Uh, Jake, I'm going to call you Maverick from now on, okay? So you're, you're basically the Maverick of the legal field, the top of the top, best of the best. And go to ADFlegal.org and get and support them because they can't go and do this without our support. And we as brothers and sisters of Christ need to be there to help them. So thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you Thanks, so Jeff. much for having us. Here. Friends, you've been listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. This is what we do. This is the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We're empowered by a great university to be bold and strong for what matters in this country. So go to centennial.ccu.edu, learn more about what we're doing. We'll be back next week with more of the Frontier Freedom Hour. God bless you, and yeehaw!